Welcome to the Marvelous Mrs. Maisie. Miss Maisie. We got to go back to the drawing board of the name. What is the name? <laughs> there, there have been 18 episodes of this podcast. Do you know the name of it? The Marvelous Miss Maisie. Yeah. Okay. Welcome Great. to the Marvelous Miss Maisie. I was uh, thinking too hard. I'm Tim Bridge. I'm Maisie Laud. Uh, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, we have a special guest today. Uh, we're going to be talking Black Panther. Uh, and we have a very special guest. He's a local comedian, very funny guy, uh, one of my good friends. Please welcome to the pod clap as you're driving your cars listening to this podcast uh for xavier berry everybody xavier welcome Yay, to the podcast xavier. how are you thank you for having me how are y'all oh, yeah. doing doing good how, how about yourself i'm doing pretty good i can't complain beautiful complain. uh just to start off before we launch into talking about the movie i uh xavier what's what's your relationship to marvel to the mcu uh to black panther specifically uh, what is your birthday your rising sign and yeah. and your moon sign please where you when uh, you were born was mercury in retrograde these are important things to know before we 21st 1996 okay on like a thursday morning at like 353 Wait, what's your birthday a. June twenty first, nineteen ninety six. Oh my God, I'm June twenty fourth. I almost I'm June had a twentieth. Oh my word! This is crazy. There's something. I'm wrong a Cancer, with this. Gemini, Rising, Capricorn, Moon. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> if you couldn't uh, tell already. <laughs> okay, just, just <laughs> maybe right. answer my questions, Xavier. <laughs> All right. As far as the MCU goes, I'm a big fan of the MCU. Big fan of the comics and whatnot. It's uh, I'm one of those people who I watch the movies and they'll have like a little character. And people are like, who's that guy? And I'm like, you know, in my head, I'm like, should I spoil it? Should I not spoil? Because <laughs> the comic's been out for years. So, like, I, you know, if you're not into it, you you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, dang. So, you know what's happening in these movies. Maybe famously, famously has does not no know idea. This, <laughs> like, the MCU is weird because it doesn't always follow up with the source content, but like, mm-hmm. they do their best. They do their yeah. best, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's goods, there's bads, you know, the way that they adapt a lot of the stuff. Did you did, did you know much about Black Panther before it coming out? I'll confess, I didn't know yes. shit about Black Panther before yes. this, came, this movie came One out. One thing so. I was disappointed about with Black Panther before it came out was that I knew that because Fox had X-Men at the time, yeah. we wouldn't be able to see T'Challa and Storm's relationship because they do date later on in like, oh. the comics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, X-Men has been under like, you know fox all this time so like they couldn't actually that would have never happened you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's not something we would have actually seen in like the mcu yeah so bunch of different things that don't match up in the comics like uh amazing this might surprise you uh so wanda and pietro mm-hmm. uh they're in the comics they are magneto's children yes. what yeah wow. so, uh, oh that actually because, makes a lot of sense but because disney doesn't have the didn't at the yeah. time uh they do now but uh because they at the time did not have the rights to x-men they were just like well these are they're they're not they're they're not them but they are yeah. but they're not yeah. but uh, i honestly completely forgot about x-men since the first podcast because i was like oh thank god i don't have to remember what this is <laughs> Yeah, and some of the and some of the war arcs that come up too with like you know like the Avengers movies and whatnot, like a lot of there are a lot of characters that were supposed to be there, like the X Men mainly too, like were oh. a big part of a lot of the bigger movies, but they just couldn't bring them in because of that. So, so uh, all it, things I mean, considered, they, they adapt. You know, they, they make it work. work. 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, and boy, oh boy, did they make it work in 2018's Black Panther. We're going to dive into talking about the movie. Black Panther is the 18th film in the MCU. We're 18 deep, Maisie. Wow. 18 films deep. 18 inches. How? Oh. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, no. That's too much. That's too many inches. Too many. No. We're talking snow, right? <laughs> okay, Black Panther. I saw Black Panther twice in the theaters. So this is yeah. actually one of the few Marvel movies that I've seen and that I'm familiar with. However, two takeaways from this movie. Actually, a lot of takeaways. But the big ones that I remember are, A, I need to be taking notes at the end of the other movies just because I was like, was he dead? A Winter Soldier? Hmm. Okay, got to be taking notes. And number two, what was number two? Um, there was another point I was going to make. Ah, I lost it. <laughs> Dang it. We'll find it along the way. Okay. Uh, Black Panther was directed by Ryan Coogler. He co-wrote the screenplay. Uh, Ryan Coogler, he did Fruitvale Station. He did uh, uh, the the uh, sort of pseudo-Rocky sequel Creed with Michael B. Jordan, uh, which was mm -hmm. awesome. Really like that movie. Um and we've got a couple returning people. We've seen Chadwick Boseman before. We've seen Andy Serkis before. Andy Serkis is so Andy good in this movie. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so good and it's so bad that he's so good in it. He's, which, he has well, a which actor is that? He's, he's a, a bad he's, guy. He's Claw. He's he's the guy okay. having a blast with Claw. Uh, okay. uh, bunch of people in this movie, though. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Lupita Nyong'o, uh, Daniel Guerrero, uh, Denai Guerrero. I forgot how do you pronounce her name. She's from uh, Walking Dead. Uh, she plays Okoye. Um, Martin Freeman, Daniel Kaluuya, Leticia Wright, Winston Duke, Angela Bassett, Forrest Angela Whitaker. Bassett. Angela Bassett. And Forrest Whitaker. This is like a, this is like Black All-Stars movie. Yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. once in a while, you get the Black All-Stars movie of like the top black <laughs> actors at the time. Because I mean, Lapita was just in a, what movie was she in a little bit before that, that like really, in my- Us? I, no, a little in, bit before no, Black was Panther. Was because Daniel Kaluuya was in Get Out that came out right. Yeah, and then they right. and then they bumped his role up. They, they, was I think she was in Twelve Years a Slave. Twelve. She was. She won an Oscar for Twelve Years a yeah, Slave, she and was she was in Years Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, huge fucking cast. I mean, these movies really they stack it up like something else. But this one in particular feels. I mean, you just have Angela Bassett in just like four yeah. scenes, and yeah. she's just Angela fucking Bassett. And she's this incredible. <laughs> Show <laughs> them who you are. It's fucking. <laughs> it was a powerful movie. I mean, like yeah. that directing choice. I mean, they did a really good job bringing in who they did because, like, I mean, for one, he did Fruitvale Station, which is like you know based on a true story and whatnot. It was very impactful and to have like a villain like Killmonger have an impact yeah. like that where like he's a villain where I'm watching a movie and it's like normally you know we're all just like am I allowed to curse yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right yeah. normally you're like fuck the villain like this dude want to get rid of half the universe I mean he might have a point but also like you can't do that what if you yeah. take away my moms or some shit you can't but yeah but Killmonger I'm watching a movie and I'm like listen <laughs> I'm like looking at the white people on the way outside of the theater and I'm like uh, <laughs> I don't know. Been, I don't know. Might have had a point. I don't know. I don't know. Should we tell him now that this podcast is PG rated? We don't go above. <laughs> yeah, <the> yeah. <laughs> we're, just, we're, we're cutting out that part, Xavier. That was <laughs> <laughs> slander, slandering the whites, Xavier. Was, that is. <laughs> listen, it was it was really good. It's like yeah, it's weird talking about it now too. And like I don't know, even when people, I'm not one 
to be ragging on nobody's opinion about movies and stuff like that. <laughs> but I'm in like a fucking metalcore like nerds group and all that that one of my friends <laughs> opinion added me into. And one day they were like, yo, which villain did y'all hate the most in the Marvel movies? And they all said Killmonger. And I'm like, why? Tell mm-hmm. like you hate right. him most. Give me a good reason, right? I don't know. <laughs> like, you're you're valid to feel how you feel, but that's oh, just I don't. like no, it felt like a microaggression. They was all like, oh, he was just a whiny child that just was mad he didn't get what he wanted. And I'm like, what's your take on the BLM rallies? The, yeah. <laughs> Tell the, me that now. The message behind them saying uh, we don't like Killmonger is just like, he was going to kill uh, me. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, and I don't like that. <laughs> I'm, not for, I'm not for war, but his motive and place of where he was and where he existed at the time made sense. It was it, it was definitely cool. It's it, I mean this movie is super fucking cool because I mean Maisie you know we've been watching through these movies and a lot of we the have? times we come ac- <laughs> we come across a movie that like is either trying to be making yeah. a point and it doesn't land or like is just so vapid and isn't even trying to make a point is just like an empty blockbuster. This movie mm-hmm. hits on so many different levels. Yeah, and and, and it it did in a way that that like holy shit this movie at the box office this was a cultural phenomenon it made 1.34 billion dollars oh my god at the box office which rivals that was a lot of money back then which yeah. i mean three <laughs> years <Yeah>. ago <laughs> <laughs> uh but like none of the that's like avengers numbers that's like the, yeah. the movie when you when you're getting sequels when you're getting but this was the not origin story but it was in a, a, the original first you know black panther and it's 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 a thing that people went out and saw even if they weren't marvel fans it's mm-hmm. it became that was like, me this, i was like this they, is yeah. everyone was posting about it on facebook i mean chadwick boseman was having a real uh, and daniel kalua were having both like big moments in in cinema and, and continue to obviously have that and um yeah. as a theater lover i was like oh angela bassett all this stuff but yeah uh two things also just right off the bat uh this movie made so much more sense now that i knew why who martin freeman was <laughs> when i first saw it i was like he sounds important he looks good <laughs> he looks great um yeah that's yeah Okay, so here's what I have to say about villains, and I like almost don't even want to use the word villain because Tim knows that I really hate when villains stand on like this, like power soapbox without mm-hmm. any like additional like drive. Maisie and... famously famously hates Loki. Uh... Until he was kind of, uh, <laughs> until, was kind until of a the... sexy icon in Thor Ragnarok, there, Tim. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But, uh, but beforehand, when he was just a greaseball who wanted to rule something, you were like, "Ah, oh, that's empty," you know. Yeah. Versus something like Killmonger, you know. But Killmonger, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, still wants to be like really powerful and stuff. But I don't know. He's there's something really, really, obviously, very gripping about him, and I think I like that there was both him and Andy Serkis, who is kind of that like greaseball bad guy, and like yeah. the I don't know the juxtaposition of those two as like the evil people in this movie was um interesting to watch and i also have a question for you guys about daniel kaluuya's character um and we'll probably get into this during the plot but like daniel kaluuya daniel kaluuya is the one who brings the killmonger in and is like you got to see this guy and so here i am thinking is he also kind of a bad guy too question mark or is he more of like the this is the truth you got to see what's going on here 
I think it speaks to how like Killmonger having a point, you know, yeah. uh, I think there's varying levels. Like Killmonger was like, let's fucking kill everybody. And that's yeah. obviously that's a villain that you can't have that. But he was able to, you know, frac- well, not frac- with that attitude, fraction some of the factions within Wakanda and just be, and be like, hey, no, he has a point. Like, we, yeah. like he and he is producing results like mm-hmm. Daniel Kaluuya's character was so like. Why isn't Claw dead? Why you, why you yeah. fucking kill Claw? And then he brings him Claw. Like that presents yeah. Yeah. something else to him. Yeah. That's how I saw it. Can uh, we get into it? We'll jump into the plot. Before we jump into the plot, I do want to mention that this film uh, is the only film in the MCU to be nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Oh, I uh, you know can, that. You can, it was a, I'll, I'll say it was kind of a weak year. I don't know about, you know, given any of these MCU <laughs> movies, but if one's going to get it, it'd be something like this that has a little yeah. bit more to say. Uh, it had seven nominations. It won for Best Costume Design, Best Original Score, and Best Production Design. Um, it... The music uh, in this yeah. is amazing too. The music was very good. Yeah, big fan. Uh, what happens when you get TD to make an album for a, a movie? Yeah, I mean the score itself, and then the the album was holy the album shit, was dynamite. Kendrick Lamar dropping when you get a needle drop and it's Kendrick Lamar in the middle of an action scene. I'm like, okay, yeah, this yeah, yeah, is yeah. Uh huh. Paul tells him turn the music and the weekend. On, like you got the music blasting in the background now. Yeah, Kendrick on the big screen. <laughs> it was good. Hell yeah. Uh, let's jump into the plot. Let's do it up. Jump into the plot. Uh, thousands of years ago, five African tribes war over a meteorite containing the metal vibranium. One warrior ingests a heart-shaped herb affected by the metal and gains superhuman abilities, becoming the first Black Panther. He unites all but the Jabari tribe to form the nation of Wakanda. Over the centuries, the Wakandans used the vibranium to develop advanced technology and isolate themselves from the world by posing as a third world country. I really like this cool opening. It's like a, yeah. it's like a, it's all CGI, but uh, it's, it's the, it's like a cool way of sort of, you get, um, what's his name? I didn't even mention him in the opening. Uh, Michael, Michael, uh, oh, not Michael K. Williams. He's the guy who just passed away. Oh, this is going to be me being racist. Um, the actor who plays Killmonger's dad. He's in This Is Us, and he's just in this oh, movie. Oh, Sterling, no. Sterling K. Brown, yeah, not Sterling Michael K. K. Williams, Sterling K. Brown. It's the K, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he does a little narration, and it, yeah. it kind of gives it through the uh, the opening of the film, and you get a little history about vibranium. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Thoughts? So as, as people who were familiar with Marvel and like vibranium and stuff, you knew it was like this African metal that was like bulletproof and stuff. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts so far? You're watching the movie for the first time and you're like, okay, this is making sense. Have we heard of the tribes before? Have we heard of, that it's like a third world country before? Well, I guess in the end of- um, I'll let in, Xavier take this one. The, I don't know. I, yeah. mean, I, don't know. I was going to say in the beginning of, uh, or not the beginning, but it was, uh, what movie was it? before where Black Panther was first introduced because he wasn't first introduced in the Civil War. Because it was the bombing at the UN that happened. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. That's when he was first introduced. And I don't think they mentioned the other tribes there and all that, but, you know, I think it was mentioned that Wakanda rules over, like, you know, their area and, like, you know, third world country that they exist Mm -hmm. in. Yeah. Okay. There also was a line in Age of Ultron when Ultron, where we meet Claw, in Age of mm-hmm. Ultron, uh, where uh, yes, I remember where he's fondly. he's mining vibranium from Wakanda, and okay. uh, Bruce Banner has a line where he's like Wakanda, Wak- yeah, 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 Wakanda. 
And then it's just like, okay, put put a single black person in your movie. <laughs> <laughs> In 1992, Wakanda King T'Chaka visits his brother Njobu, who is working undercover in Oakland, California. T'Chaka accuses Njobu of assisting black market arms dealer Ulysses Claw with stealing vibranium from Wakanda. Njobu's partner reveals he is Zuri, another undercover Wakandan, and confirms T'Chaka's suspicions. So this is the sort of intro to, I guess, the story. This is how the story Mm -hmm. starts off. It's the father gets killed because he was betraying Wakanda for principalistic, you know, geopolitical uh, arguments. Um, and he gets killed. Mm-hmm. And his son. And they leave his son. And that's also the first time... Oh, we got some dog barking. Um, we see the uh, fierce, like, female warriors, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was so yeah. cool. The Dora Milaje is super cool in these in the, in, in this whole thing. They, they, yeah. they appear throughout it, and it's super cool. Every time they show up, it's like always some shit going down. Yeah. Every single time. It's like, look out, look out, and, and you're not gonna win in a fight against them. Nuh-uh. Do we we do see I them again know. too, right? Yeah. Oh, you'll okay. see them a, a bunch. Yeah. Okay, and cool, a couple cool, different cool. things. You know what actually too, like I know we're about to get up to this and apply and all that, but it makes me wonder. Do you think the heart-shaped fruit? Because essentially Black Panther and Captain America have the same powers, essentially, mm. right? Superhuman strength and all this extra stuff that just gives you superhuman abilities. Do you think that that's what the super serum is made out of to make the super soldiers. I mean, we've talked a lot about the serums on on the pot, Maisie. If that you is take a this, this is a really they, good. They point. go through all this extra shit just yeah. to like you know make super soldiers. Like we need the serum, we need the theory or whatever to get the math right. And like you know the people in Africa are just like here's some soup, drink it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> here's some soup. But if you beat him in a fight, it. you get to take a sip of this. <laughs> open up okay uh but i think xavier makes a really good point because so many of our villains so far up till now have just been like what's the power serum make me the strongest in the land <laughs> and then here it's just a nice little well heart shape is a, is that's a stretch it's a it's like a glowing purple flower didn't see any yeah. hearts but unless <laughs> actually are they talking about like a real heart maybe I mean, you would know. Like, it looks, it looks like it has like little veins in it and shit like that, and it kind of oh, like. Oh, here I was thinking the little Valentine's boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's not a sh- that's not a heart shaped flower. A heart shaped flower would be concentric and bright pink. And like I'm, Hawk and, Boy, Hawk and Boy and is just be a the nice pink little, panther. He's just like the Cupid of this whole thing, Hawk mm-hmm. Boy. You know, you guys are in love. <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> Middle of the fight just flies and shoots an arrow at whoever he thinks is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now I'm gone. And then he flies away. Kiss uh, me. In... <laughs> Kiss me. I'm Hawkboy. In the present day, uh, following T'Chaka's death, which we saw in Captain America Civil War, his son T'Challa returns to Wakanda to assume the throne. He and Okoye, the leader of the Dora Milaje regiment, extract T'Challa's ex-lover, Nakia, from an undercover assignment so she can attend his coronation ceremony with his mother, Ramonda, and younger sister, Shuri. We got so uh, many names. We got yeah, so much of, going on. We got a lot dropping down right here. Um, uh, uh, Okoye is the leader of the Dora Milaje. She's the mm-hmm. bald woman. Uh, Nakia is Lupita Nyong'o's character, who they uh, get in that first scene where there's like a caravan. It looked like they were mm-hmm. smuggling people. Um, 
uh, Ramonda is his mom, and Shuri is his younger sister. I have things to say about Shuri. Yeah. But, and like 90% of the time, I'm on board. Okay. But, but I'll we'll, get there. We'll, we'll, we'll get I will get there. We will, we, I'm sure we will. I actually uh, noticed something in a movie today, too, that like has to do with like, because I don't know if y'all know, but they actually began cast, or not casting, they actually began uh, filming again with her. Yeah, for, yeah for uh, this is actually, yeah. Th- so she's she's back in. Yes. This is oh, this is yeah, Maisie. You probably aren't aware of this. There's this has been in the news. Reports. Yes, please Black mansplain Panther. something to me right now. Not mansplain. It's just simple information. <laughs> I'm severely unaware of what you're about to tell me. So just go ahead. <laughs> the uh, Black Panther two uh, had to stop filming because Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri in the films, is a pretty vehement anti-vaxer. Mm-hmm. And she had been spreading like anti-vax info on the set wow. and had to like quarantine and do because certain rules, you know, wherever they were filming. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of talk about them just writing her out of the fucking movie because like we don't have time for that shit. But wow, actually, I did know that she was anti-vax. I did know that. But I thought mm-hmm. you were going to say that they're going to have to stop writing Black Panther 2 because um, Chadwick Boseman is no longer with us. Yeah, that is uh, an awkward situation moving forward for this series, but um, they're doing it. They they have announced that they're not recasting him, so he is probably likely canonically dead as well. Yeah. Um, Wait, so are they going to just CGI him for the whole movie? No, mm-hmm. I would assume they're just going to say he died. Oh, oh okay, okay, gotcha. Find a, a different... new Black Panther or whatever. Um, yeah, okay. and- in history, like, th- or would it be a spoiler to tell her who like the other candidate no. for Black Panthers? Not no, a, we don't you, know. I mean, man. I mean, I, it's, it's not a comments. spoiler if we if we don't know the movie if we don't know it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, so the one thing that could happen, one possibility is Letitia will be the one to take oh, over. Okay, okay. In the comic, Shuri is the next. She's one of the be- Black Panthers. There's other people who take the mantle, but like she would be like the next candidate that doesn't have to be like reintroduced into a movie or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because didn't they burn all the flowers? Where's she going to get it from? Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's they're in a they're in a tricky spot. Uh, uh, <laughs> Did you know if they wrote spot. this movie with the intention of making them uh, making a second one, or is there just kind of like yeah, just oh, sign absolutely. up for a Marvel movie because you know there's going to be a couple more? I think it's interesting. Like you, like I remember early on learning that like uh, the guy Sebastian Stan, the guy who plays Bucky mm-hmm. Barnes, he initially like in his first movie he signed like a thirteen movie contract. Come on, so buddy. It was like. Jesus. <laughs> a lot of it was theoretical like at the time it was like 2010 and they were like mm-hmm. well we don't know but like yeah. if you're if potentially you're down, you know okay. potentially if you want to stand there uh, for for two seconds in infinity war we'll you know we'll we'll pop you in there but yeah. um there is a it is a whole like a web of planning but um yeah i would say chavik bozeman's death uh through through a through a wrench in the whole a lot of plans, uh, plan, honestly. A lot, a lot of, of plans, plans, I would assume, because he was so. I mean, he was so fucking good. Um, uh, just he's also again. okay. His his performance in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is like incredible. Yeah, unbelievable movie. Uh, check. We that should out. do it's, an episode. It's, it's better. It's, yeah, just do one episode <laughs> on Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. <laughs> that would be insane. All right. At the ceremony, the Jabari tribe's leader M'Baku challenges T'Challa for the crown in ritual combat. T'Challa defeats M'Baku and persuades him to yield rather than die. So we get our introduction to the Jabari tribe, which is a tribe that has broken off, does not believe in 
what uh, you know the major tribes of Wakanda believe, and uh, their leader Mbaku, who's uh, Winston Duke. Big fan. I like this character. Oh. Me too. Yeah, I think he's cool. He's gonna feed the one guy to his kids and then tells them they're vegetarian and last. Yeah, I was like, haha. <laughs> He's a funny guy. And he was the dad in Us. Big fan. Mm-hmm. Like this. Guy. Oh, that's where I recognize him from. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because he's he also. He's like outside with a bat and he's just like, do you yeah. want to play? Let's play. <laughs> but also, the mask he wears of the gorilla is like the sim- very similar to his son's mask in Us. Didn't ah. he wear a gorilla mask? Not that there's a crossover or anything here, but yeah, I was like, does. oh, that is where I recognize him from. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, I like Winston Duke. And this uh, ceremony sequence is really, really cool, too. Uh, yeah. I don't know how authentic any of it is, but uh, I mean, a lot of work was put into making sure uh, that they were... To- and something about just them panning up and you just see, like, all the colors from all the tribes and all the different mm-hmm. people. What, what, what authentic with respect too. to what? The comics? Afri- African tribes, I think. Ah, there okay, was a, okay. There was, there was a lot of... They, they won uh, costuming at the, at the Academy yeah. Awards, and I think I was okay. reading something about how they were, like, super... Right. Lit- There's a lot, of, a lot of traditional African garments throughout the movie and whatnot, and they tried to, like, keep some, like, you know... They tried to keep it traditional while also having like a this is also a Marvel universe and not necessarily mm-hmm. a real place all in the same twist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Afrofuturism, I believe, mm-hmm. is the uh, term used for it. Which is and there were a couple of... like uh, nice J Crew just like sweaters in there that made people look very very <laughs> a comfortable. Few, a few, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, the white characters. Uh, <laughs> no, they they were wearing beautiful sweaters I'm and sorry, I wanted to like but... be wrapped up in them. When Killmonger is sitting on the throne in like a gorgeous cashmere, like, like, yeah, where did he get that from? Who made that? (laughs) Please sign me up for whatever reward system that that store has. It's Wakanda, they just hit a couple buttons in a computer and it made like it was beautiful, beautiful vibranium sweater. (laughs) I wonder if they got vibranium clippers because Mbaku had like, there's no way he got a fade like that in Africa. There's no way. I don't know who, I don't know who cut his hair. But like I, vibranium clippers, it had to be, it had to be <laughs> only way. It'd be so funny. They just a barbershop. They all got vibranium tools. Just, just <laughs> the barbershop scene with the uh, with the guy who made all of these movies, like there was in Thor Ragnarok when he's trimming up. Uh, when yeah, he's trimming... the Stan Lee's character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he's giving Thor a haircut, just gives Mbaku a sick fade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move forward. When Claw and his accomplice, Eric Stevens, steal a Wakandan artifact from a London museum, T'Challa's friend and Okoye's lover, Wakabi, urges him to bring Claw back alive. Wakabi is um, Daniel Kaluuya. Um, yeah, this I like this scene a lot, the the Robin, the, uh, the museum. museum, because it's just Killmonger kind of being like, Oh, uh, where do you get these fucking things? I'm gonna steal yeah. it back from you, you motherfucker! Yeah. Like it was very. The moment yeah. he started asking, "Where'd you get it from?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know where this is going. <laughs> I know exactly where this is going." I don't know if y'all. Well, if so, I so I actually rewatched it today just to be sure that yeah. I had everything right for like to talk on the podcast or not. That mask that he was that he put on, like yeah. that he took from there. Yeah, that's his mask in the comics, or it's one of them. Yeah. Ooh. It's similar. And I like how they do that. Like, there's a lot of stuff in these movies that are like, realistically, you can't depict some of the goofier sort of maybe 1970s uh, comic book yeah. kind of costumes and stuff. You can't do that. But they'll occasionally throw like a little winky 
winky yeah. face. I remember in one of the first uh, X-Men movies, they're like, he's like, really? Like, these are our outfits? And it's just, what, would you prefer yellow spandex? Because that's what the fucking Wolverine <laughs> looks like in the comic yeah. books. It's yeah. Just bright, just bright fucking yellow. Like, maybe that yeah, wouldn't work. Um, Killmonger really likes that, that, like, lion mask and says something about it. And Claw is like... Is that made of vibranium too? And he's like, "No, nah, I'm just vibing with it." I like you like him right away, and I think that's a testament to Michael yeah. B. Jordan. A lot about like Michael B. Jordan as an actor. He's just so fucking good. I don't know. He's really handsome. Holy <laughs> yeah, holy. that that too. It, you know, you don't want to be mad at him. The chokehold that scene had on America when he says, "Is this your king?" was crazy yeah is this your king i was like you can be my king (laughs) (laughs) one of the funniest things i seen on twitter after that was somebody said umbaku can break my umbaku (laughs) honestly i get it it's very relatable not mad uh t'challa okoye and nakia travel to busan south korea where claw plans to sell the artifact to cia agent everett k ross who we saw in captain america civil war a firefight erupts and claw attempts to flee but his cop t'challa who reluctantly releases him to ross's custody big action scene they go into like an underground like a fish market uh casino it's like a fish market and then they go inside and it is gorgeous beautiful just like red carpet and gold and everything oh my god i'm sorry you guys i got mixed up with jeremy renner and martin freeman again i've been thinking that that's been hawkeye this whole time you thought that was hawkeye the whole time (laughs) now i have to go back and listen to this podcast because i'm sure i sound like an idiot wait Maisie, you thought wait you thought that was hawkeye the whole time this is so oh, embarrassing. Oh, this is why I love doing this podcast. <laughs> you I just that had was... to look it up. I had to look it up, and I was like, "Oh, Jeremy Runner is." At w- at, I'm so sorry. At what point were you like, "Why isn't he shot an arrow?" <laughs> like, what? Like, I didn't question it. I didn't question it at all. I'm so why aren't you sorry. helping, man? Why aren't you fucking helping? Why haven't you guys called me on this? I'm sure I've been talking I... so. I didn't realize no, no, that's no. who you thought it was. I, I didn't, didn't know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that at all. Guys. Oh, my God. Oh, man. This is, this is really good. Do you guys want to just really finish good. up without me? <laughs> like, you guys take it away. I'll just be here. The Maisie-less Miss Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I just do the editing and sound stuff. Uh, I like this scene. We'll, we'll move on. What forward. are we talking we about again? Talk about anymore. Uh, they go into the casino, <laughs> and oh, yeah. you know, there's there's a drug trade. You know, they're they're doing a whole vibranium illegal trade. Do we get our Stan Lee cameo? Yes, we scene? do. Stan Lee uh, is just, is just like I'm gonna take these chips for safekeeping. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah, I like that guy. Always has a good. When does he die? And do they keep? Um, when does make... he die? When does he die? <laughs> does, didn't he die <laughs> recently? He did die. Uh, no. His last movie, I believe, is uh, Avengers Endgame. Was I think I've asked you this before, but are they going to continue doing the cameos by just CGIing him in there? No, they haven't. No, okay. they, they've they've released a couple of movies that have just not had. Just okay, cameos them, which is good. I think that's a good thing, <laughs> probably. Uh, but what do you think about this action sequence in uh, in South Korea? They do like a, he's, he's got like the, he has like a weird, he has like a James Bond sequence with Shuri earlier where she shows him what his gadgets can yes. do. Yes. 
uh, yeah. which I thought was great. Uh, that's, there's a that's very, the point there's a I very like... dated meme reference where she's like, yeah. what are those about his shoes? I remember hearing that in the theater and thinking like, oh, that's like six months late from when that was big. <laughs> that's a yeah. bummer. But also she, in her lab scene, she when she references the shoes, he's wearing open-toed shoes. And I just have to point out that like every lab safety course ever requires you to wear closed-toed shoes. So I was like, thank you. This is why are you wearing open-toed shoes in the lab? I'm not trying Proceed. to show him either. His feet look crusty as hell. <laughs> yeah, all that too. Yeah, they definitely All that suck. technology in Wakanda, and they, they find a solution to lotion get an ashy toes. I can't. I couldn't believe it. I saw that. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. I didn't even notice that the first time I watched it. He's a it. king. Come on. <laughs> He's got a lot going on, all right? He no, I'm saying he should be getting a... He should, needs a pedicure or two, and he could get that. That suit well, protects was, everything I, else except for his feet. <laughs> Just put some like moisturizer in the inside of the boots of the Black Panther suit and <laughs> see where we can go from there. He's a hardworking guy. <laughs> yeah, does his best. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then they uh, a big car f- car chase sequence where he's like jumping on top of cars and making very it blow cool up with the kinetic energy. Stuff. Oh, uh, this is my issue. All right, let's talk about go. whether the buzz is medically possible. Is this scientifically possible with Maisie Laud? I just have to say <laughs> that if you're whatever is going to store kinetic energy, it's li- the definition of potential energy is literally stored energy. So if you're going to call it stored kinetic energy, you have to call it potential energy. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Let's go. That was the whole thing. That was that was. Yep, that was a big. That was a big issue I had with her science. You learned something it's Very done. technicality based. Very vocabulary. <laughs> I said what I said. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so everything else in this movie totally, completely plausible. plausible. Yep. <laughs> and and you can I'll yes you can take that to the bank. I'll put it in writing. The 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 rhinos with the vibranium shields uh, that can just attack at will. Uh, yeah, and totally... also talking to your ancestors, possible. Uh-huh, yep, very yep. possible. Heading into an ancestral plane. Actually, uh, that does sound me, that dead. makes me seem a little like a a denier of faith and stuff. I have no idea, and I'm not going to claim to know what that. You can't talk to ancestors. Okay, but the rhinos. <laughs> yeah, but the rhinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I def know. <laughs> Uh, Claw, so they, they get Claw. He's gonna kill Claw, and then there's the thing where everyone has their phones out. They're like, the world watches. Yeah. Okay, I guess I won't fucking murder this man. Yeah. <laughs> at a pier. <laughs> like, I just crashed his car to the point where he should be dead. Yeah. But I did think this slit his throat. <laughs> I did think this scene, uh, was good at establishing that, like, Claw is kind of a crazy person. Like, yeah, we have the mixtape or like, yeah, get some music bumping in the in the car and stuff like that. And and compared to our other uh, quote unquote adversary here, Killmonger, it's just like this. This was it was good to paint Claw as like a, a bumbling fool. Yeah, they made him goofy that, as hell. Yeah. We'll get he you the deep. sound cloud link. <laughs> oh, please don't share your music with me. <laughs> <laughs> with That's fun. What's crazy uh, is T'Challa yeah. would have killed him anyway. T'Challa, if people weren't recording it, watching what was going on, Claw would have been dead. Movie yeah. would have been over right there. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be said about the, the the hesitancy to kill from some of our heroes, which I think is a good message for children in a children's movie or whatever. But also, uh, 
I don't know. I've been watching that show Peacemaker, and there was just a large, long dialogue scene about how Batman's a fucking pussy because he should be fucking killing these guys. Like, <laughs> all my super It's like, why don't you have a coterie of supervillains? All my supervillains are six feet fucking under because I don't, I don't let them. Listen. And that's, hey, Claw, Claw, he just escapes and he kills more people. It's bad. That's why Capital I punishment is good as long as it, the Black Panther is doing it. That's my be, political be a hero. If a nigga escaped out of prison and killed more people, he was done for. They was going to catch me live on the news killing him. And <laughs> I was going to do a mask also. They knew it was me. <laughs> you're, you're saying I couldn't be a superhero for like a moralist reason, but like you're saying you could be, you'd be arrested immediately from that plan. Oh, they will put, they will put me under. They'd be like, yo, listen, you can't do that on live TV. Like, thank you for solving our issues. <laughs> now we have another one at hand because people saw you do it. So yeah. all right, well, just let me out and I'll do it at nighttime next time. Kill one, kill, cut off one head, two more shall emerge. <laughs> oh, that's from uh the thing. Very good. I remember Maisie. it, it's Hydra. The thing. Red Skull. Uh, right. Claw. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I need your You're positive welcome. reinforcement when I get something right. Please, for God's <laughs> sakes. You're welcome. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Ten points. Uh, Claw tells Ross that Wakanda's international image is a front for technologically advanced civilization. Eric attacks and extracts Claw as Ross is gravely injured, protecting Nakia rather than pursue Claw. Chala takes Ross to Wakanda, where their technology can save him. Uh, uh, it's a whole. Uh, it's a whole. It's a whole thing. You know, do we bring him in? Do we? Do we save him? Do we not? You know, the 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 someone from the fucking CIA. We just <laughs> let him in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he does not uh, have good archery abilities. Definitely. But this not. is that kind of point where he's. he's this is not Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> He has a family in the I in, need to go back uh, and rewatch this. <laughs> Wait, he does? I thought that was Hawkeye. Hawkeye. That is Hawkeye. I'm talking Oh about my it. god. Okay. Okay. I'm on board. I'm doing kind a bad of. job. I'm making it worse. <laughs> Treat um, me like I'm an idiot, but a smart idiot, please. But this is sort of the part of the movie the the element of the movie where you're you're starting to see the breakdown of Wakanda's um uh, I guess interventionalism is the question. Like, do you mm. intervene on anything, or do you stay uh, far away, neutral, neutral, and far away, and mm. and and like uh, and hide yourself from the rest of the world? That's the yeah. moral center of the film. And so, this first moment where he takes uh, Martin Freeman's character back into uh, Wakanda to save him—that's uh, that's like his first like breach of like, oh no, we can fucking help people. Why? Yeah. Why wouldn't? I helped this person, um, which is interesting. He wakes up in the dashiki. That was crazy. <laughs> that, is, that is really funny. If I woke up in the dashiki, I'd be like, I'd be halfway like, am I at, am I in Wakanda or am I at Nancy Pelosi's house? What is happening? <laughs> the foreshadowing of that scene too, though, with uh, Shorey says you brought another uh, white boy in here for me to fix. Yeah, because <laughs> at the time we didn't know that Winter Soldier was there and they were trying to take the. Uh, What's the call? The Winter Soldier him. thing out of his brain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, another white boy for me to fix. She already fixed a white boy. His name is Bucky Barnes, and he's our best friend. <laughs> best friend in the whole to, world. I'm trying to hide how lost I am. Bucky Barnes was in Wakan is in Wakanda, remember? Yeah, but we don't know that until the end after the credits. Well, we kind of knew that at the end credits of Civil War when, when it showed... Mm -hmm. 
they showed us that in, in the civil war oh god damn it Maisie. i'm gonna yeah. send you a text message that's just like three notes of a recap of the last movie before you start watching the yeah. next I one just start yeah. doing that I just, yeah, <laughs> because they figured the best way it doesn't happen again is uh for them to because you know iron man was obviously pissed after finding out what happened they was like you know the only way we could keep let him actually be out and about is if we find a way to you know solve the thing in his head and whatnot okay so. okay you know. So they put him back under in Wakanda. And the Dora Milaje is the only people that can beat his ass from we can see, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody else is doing a bad job. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while Shuri heals Ross, uh, there's also, uh, did they popularize the term colonizer? Because yes. I feel like that was, that started becoming a thing after yes. the movie. I've had Ross, Ross wakes up and Shuri's just like, oh, don't scare me like that colonizer. Yeah. yeah. And it's no, like, oh, I, great. New uh... people leaving a the theater calling white people colonized. <laughs> not right there. Not right there to them, but they're like joking about it. Like, see that fucking colonized over there across the street? <laughs> I'll hold my purse a little close to me now. <laughs> uh, T'Challa confronts Zuri, uh, who's Forrest Whitaker's character, about Njobu. Zuri explains that Njobu planned to share Wakanda's technology with people of African descent around the world to help them conquer their oppressors. As T'Chaka arrested Njobu, the latter attacked Zuri and forced T'Chaka to kill him. T'Chaka ordered Zuri to lie that Njobu had disappeared and left behind Njobu's American son. To maintain the lie, this boy grew up to be Stevens, a black ass US, US Navy SEAL who adopted the name Killmonger. Uh, so we get kind of that, uh, that hidden truth, the hidden truth behind you know the curtain. You know, you have a, a you have your 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 utopian, you know, African, you know, nation, and yet it is built on lies. <laughs> you know, that's the classic drama, classic mm -hmm. twist. Thoughts on this uh, this scene? And Forrest Whitaker, I thought, gave a great performance in this movie. He was re really well done. Yeah, really well done. Uh, yeah, I thought it was cool, and I also, um, yeah, I was intrigued by the twist. It was one of those things that kind of came a little bit later in the movie, and I was like, oh, how are we going to solve this? But it's always interesting where, where you have a movie with, like, such a good moral center, like Chadwick Boseman's character, and then his, his journey isn't so much, I need to change myself or whatever. It's about him learning about his history being yeah. potentially you know not perfect and how yeah. to adapt to that and how to you know mm -hmm. i like the scene where he where he confronts his father it's we're not there yet but when he confronts his father in the astral plane ancestral plane and he's just like you were wrong you're fucking you fucked up and now i gotta mm -hmm. clean up your shit you old yeah. man god damn it and also like shows that. too morally where killmonger has been for a long time too like the mm -hmm. apple doesn't far fall from the far fall far from the tree because, mm -hmm. you know, he, you know, later on, like, you know, we're going to talk about it again, but later on in the scene where he eats the heart-shaped plant and he sees, like, the vision of, like, his place in Oakland and all that, he talks to his dad again, and he's like, what I tell you about going through my stuff, it's then when you realize, you know, he discovered about the world of Wakanda and most of that, like, he found that it was real because of the books inside where mm -hmm. the guns were stashed and whatnot. Yeah, and it's that, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you understand, this is what's so good and what's so cool about the way that they built this story mm -hmm. is that you can see everyone's perspective. You can see yeah. the king's perspective and having to kill him. You can see the, you know, the kid's perspective and growing up with a dead father and having, you know, disdain for Wakanda. You can see T'Challa's, you know, my father is dead and I have so much respect for him, but he did this awful thing. It's, mm -hmm. it's a complexity that you don't really see in these movies, which I don't know. I like that. I like when yeah. 
I like when they do that. When they I think have another gall to do that. Yeah. I think another complexity about T'Challa, which I like enjoyed watching, especially just like with Chadwick Boseman's acting, is like this idea of like, is your king gonna like, is this your king? That whole scene, is he gonna like cower from an enemy or like versus are you gonna actually kill that person? And like how he is always stuck between a rock and a hard place between like wanting to, you know, stop someone and can't kill them though because he's king, but also like in defeat, like how does he, you know, balance those two and 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 like kind of maintain the idea, maintain the, the image of being like a strong leader when what does that mean and stuff like that yeah uh it's i i think he brings a weight to it it's really i'm really sad that he that he passed away uh, because there's a i mean i i hesitate to use this word because it feels like a lame word to use but like he's so fucking like graceful in this movie he's just like when he speaks and when he and when and 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 the way he just I don't know I just I miss Chadwick Boseman it's a yeah. it's a it fucking sucks it's yeah. really just a, a nightmare he was somebody who was trying to stay close to tradition while also being doing the morally just things too yeah because he knew that's you, what his dad willed for like the future kings of Wakanda yeah how do you adhere to you know your your culture while also adhering to the world and reality um it's an interesting question and not something that you're gonna get in (laughs) (laughs) spider-man uh so meanwhile killmonger kills claw and takes his body to wakanda he's brought before the tribal elders revealing his identity to be in in jack Njadaka and claim the throne. Uh, Killmonger challenges T'Challa to ritual combat where he kills Zuri, defeats T'Challa, and hurls him over a waterfall to his presumed death. Killmonger ingests the heart-shaped herb and orders the rest incinerated, but Nakia extracts one first. So he take, takes it over. I My favorite shot in the movie, I mean, Ryan Coogler did a hell of a job directing this movie, but my favorite shot in the movie is when it's a little obvious, but it's when he's walking into the throne room and it's just an upside yeah. down shot. Yeah, yeah. It just sort of turns. Everything's upside down. This is the world's turning upside down, you know? The um, world turn upside down. Okay, all right, amazing. Jesus. That's from Hamilton. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I thought, well, gosh, the, the scene where he kills Zuri is heartbreaking. It was so like, oh God, you know what I mean? Horrible. Yeah. We hate to see him go, but we love to love watch to him watch leave. Him leave. Oh, no, that's not. The last king of Scotland. That's yeah. That is a Forrest Whitaker movie. Um, the... And brother Ali sings a song called Forrest Whitaker. Okay. That is one of my favorites. Okay. <laughs> this is what song? this podcast is. No, I don't know the song. Forest so Whitaker. I was going to say, I've never heard of it either, but I'm very intrigued now. <laughs> I got to do some Googling after this. Um, Get on my level. So yeah, it's big low. This is a low point of the movie. Uh, you know, <laughs> Black Panther's considered dead and the bad guy's taking over the, the kingdom. What are we going to do? Where are our heroes now? And mm-hmm. our heroes are now Nakia, Shuri, Ramonda, and Ross uh, fleeing to the Jabari tribe for aid they find a comatose t'challa rescued by the jabari in repayment for sparing mbaku's life so he spared his life earlier in the movie and he's just like yeah i find him not gonna make sure he's dead yeah uh i like this scene i mean you really get a sense of i wish we got more of the jabari tribe i yeah. almost wish there was like a a uh 
like a like a mini series that came out at the same time that was just like what was going on with the Jabari's at the same time. Yeah, I, I you, you only get to know one of them, you know. We so. should get something about them. Like, am I because Umbaku's uh, character is the white ape and he's one of the Black Panther's villains. Now, what I can see them doing is I don't think he's a big enough villain for him to get a whole movie. But like, if they did a side story, sure. Because like, one thing he brought up was that like you let your whole like medical and scientific stuff all be run under a child. So like, how's he going to feel when he finds out that she's going to be the next black, if that's the direction they take, because that way they can write him in as like a, you know, a villain to the, to the story. There's a lots of different ways that this can go. And um, yeah, I just want to see more of him. I really like Winston Duke and this performance where he's just standing there and, and, and he's in control. Like he has the power, like it's something it's, it's really an interesting situation. And then he's just like, you know, don't fucking talk, white yeah. person. <laughs> like, don't. No. No. <laughs> they <laughs> all just the start grunting up. at him. <laughs> Shut that the fuck up. That was a good scene. <laughs> he said, well, he came from outside. <laughs> and they all follow suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you will speak when spoken to. <laughs> or, I'll, or I'll fucking eat you or such shit. <laughs> Shut up, Hawkeye. Shut up, Hawkeye. Where's your bow and arrow? <laughs> I get that you're an Avenger. No, he is just a CIA agent. That is yep. that was who he is. I'm not gonna lie, I thought he was gonna end up being a villain in the movie. The uh, Ross. His, yes, his infatuation with them, like the what the how much he was like prying earlier was how much vibranium do they actually have? Like the way yeah, he looked, I mean, the way he looked when Claw was talking to him, I was like, yo. That is, is realistically, the, if we're talking realistically, when, they're, when he happened, finds right? out, you know, uh, I feel like if he didn't immediately get hurt and then they had to help him, it yeah. would have been a situation of him being like, all right, let's look into this and see. He would have went back to the government and found a way to steal all this stuff. Yeah, you're gonna, Mr. President, uh, we got a lot of fucking money in a nation called Wakanda. All we got to do is beat this one guy in a black suit. Uh, is, <laughs> we got this. Send Tony Stark after him. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he's healed by. The, I just by picture Nixon. Iron Man cat suit, huh? Sounds sexy. <laughs> Be right there. Like he's <laughs> a little fucking joke. Yes. Yeah. That would be good. That's definitely something he will say. <laughs> uh, so the he is uh, T'Challa is healed by Nakia's herb. He returns to fight Killmonger. He has a scene where he uh, where we talked about it briefly, where he goes back to the ancestral plane. And he confronts his father, and his father's like, no, he had to do it to protect Wakanda. And he's just like, well, fucking, now everything's fucked because of what you did to protect Wakanda. I'm gonna go actually protect Wakanda. I'm the Black Panther, motherfucker. And I like that, you know? It's a, it's a powerful thing to be like, our, some of, sometimes our, our, our ancestors are wrong. Sometimes yeah. the people sometimes in the past, daddy makes mistakes. Yeah, and you, know? you and you don't have to you know hardline follow that. You know tradition traditionalism is not always uh, good just for the sake of it. Um, and and in a grander sense, didn't we all kind of lose a sense of our own collective innocence as young people when we figured uh, out that our own parents were infallible and that they too made mistakes? Wow, amazing. That's the hard-hitting philosophical stuff that people, that the nine people who listen to this podcast <laughs> tune into every week to have. It was, as far as philosophy goes, too, it was crazy to see how the Wakandans were so, like, because they all seem very torn about letting him, who's technically an outsider, but also technically yeah. one of them, mm-hmm. like, 
they were not trying to go against tradition, but also they're like, yeah. he got the tattoo on the lip, dog. I can't. So I, so there's I can't nothing we can do about it. That yeah. That's one of those things where it's just like, hey, man, well, there's nothing we can do about it. Why not? Um, yeah. Seems like a flaw in our system if he's just able to be like, yeah. hey, can I be king <laughs> now? And they knew yeah. one exception meant that they had to make, you know, if down the line, there would have to be others and all that, you know what I mean? Because they were never allowed to intervene. Yeah, and that's what we get that, you know. toward the very end of the film uh, when he when uh, when he's like, no, we're opening up. We're going to do like uh, outreach programs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Awesome. Yeah. And there's like a little stand down, even though between um, Okoye and Nakia and she's like, I got to I'm, I'm loyal to the throne. Who are you loyal to? Yeah, that that's a great I mean, that conversation that they have earlier uh, where it's where. It's like I can't run. I'm loyal to the Wakanda throne. This yeah. isn't like what. What does that mean? You know, yeah. it's really examining belief versus tradition versus what you what you stand yeah. for. Um, and that's what Killmonger's doing. He stands for something, and so even though what he stands for is you know uh, questionable in terms mm-hmm. of uh, 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 murdering a bunch of people, but uh it forces them to sort of be like well we need to stand for something Mm -hmm. um if we're gonna uh be fighting people like this we need to stand for nothing bro then what do you fall for that's also Uh, stop dropping hamilton (laughs) (laughs) sorry amazing (laughs) i know these came out around the same time and were culturally impactful (laughs) 1776 oh my god (laughs) <laughs> whisper the ASMR. Um, Wakabi and his army fight Shuri, Nakia, and the Dora Milaje while Ross remotely pilots a jet and shoots down planes carrying the vibrating weapons. I don't understand why he doesn't just use a bow and arrow. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Mbaku and the Jabari arrive to enforce, uh, reinforce T'Challa. This is a cool where he's like, he picks, he fucking picks a guy up. And he, they, when they show up and he just picks the guy up and he's just like, witness the might of the Jabari. And he just fucking starts awesome knocking that. heads. It was great. <laughs> I love Winston Duke in this movie. <laughs> but this big uh, big old action sequence, it's a, you know, it's a shame to see. It's, you know, sort of a brother fighting brother kind of yeah, situation. Disruptive. Yeah. Um, Confronted by Okobi, uh, uh, by Okoye, Wakabi and his army stand down, fighting in Wakanda's vibranium mine. T'Challa disrupts Killmonger's suit and stabs him. Uh, so the two, my, my these are my two favorite moments of this sort of final action sequence is when I like, even though we're we're talking about like loyalty and the question about it, it's uh, that that moment when. Uh, when Daniel Kaluuya's character is like, would you kill me? Because he and Okoye kind of have a, a, a relationship. Yeah. Um, and she says, for Wakanda. And then she puts the, the spear like to his throat and is like, without question. And it's that, that's powerful, man. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that, like and even though it's a, sword. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck, I'm wrong. I'm fucking, yeah. you, you got me there. You know? He kneeled and they all, the rest of the border tribe did. Yeah. Powerful moment. Big stuff. We love it. And then him stabbing him, doing the doing that move in the mines. They did a thing earlier about how uh, the the train sort of makes vibranium stop working for a certain period of time, and so their suits are made of vibranium. So he uses that to get an opening and stab him in the chest. Yeah. Um, I cool will say that they if, got there. 
really cool subway system. Yeah. We need we need more of that shit. Goddamn, no public transportation in America. <laughs> I saw someone taking a dump on the ACE when last time I was in New York. We gotta get something like this. <laughs> <laughs> just get a yeah, just get it. We need vibranium in uh, underground New York. That's that's the real issue. <laughs> Giuliani ruined this town. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Giuliani wouldn't put vibranium in the in the. <laughs> Jet jet fuel can't melt vibranium. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't want to. Giuliani. Go there. We don't need to talk about Giuliani right now. We're talking about Black Panther. This is a good thing. Fighting in Wakanda's. Uh, sorry. Uh, Killmonger refuses to be healed, choosing to die a free man rather than be incarcerated. He has this awesome line where he says, "You know, toss me in the ocean." Uh, uh, something like, "Throw me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from the ships because they knew." Uh, Death they knew death was better than bondage. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, oh my god. I like. I know it was annoying. I, it's so annoying to do this, but I remember in the theater when that first happened. I literally like was like, oh, like yeah. I made a noise. I couldn't. Yo, like it was. Noise. That was a hard ass scene. Like that was Powerful. to hear that. To hear that, and it it made me question. I'm like, damn, would I have done that? Shit. Like, what the <laughs> you know, but it's like I'm sitting in a theater with like, because it's like I mean, Burlington is like you know definitely yeah. not like. You know, demographic wise, there's more other than there is black people. But like yes. that's that's besides the point. In that theater, <laughs> somehow there was still fist up all over the theater when that was said. And you know what? We all knew. We let him have it. You were sitting there like we let, we'll let him have it. We'll it was, let him have it. It was so Beautiful. good. Yeah. Because when he asked, like he was like, you know, like, yo, like we could put you on trial, we could save your life, and like this isn't that like, but you know, you might be and he was like, Why? Bury me in the bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that threw themselves off the sides of the ships because they knew that death was better than bondage. To hear that shit, oh my god! I called my dad after I watched that. I said, "Go watch that movie. Go watch that movie, please. Take mom and the youngest. Go watch the movie. You have." I to. think it might be one of the probably the best written line of uh, the MCU. I can't. I mean, I, nothing really jumps out other than that in terms of like. Them saying Betty. having like some, <laughs> yeah. Other than when the Hulk in the Hulk movie goes Betty, <laughs> that, that <laughs> it shows ambition. It shows yeah. the ambition of a villain, which like we you don't see often with Marvel villains. And you, it shows, it gives the villain a moment at the end. I mean, that's something that we never get with a lot of these one-off like bullshit villains that are just trying to take over the world. I mean, that's the point of like a good villain that has good motivation mm -hmm. is that in their final moment, they're not just like, they're not just like, oh, Thor threw the bad lightning really bad mm -hmm. and now I'm vaporized. Like yeah. it, you, it, give, it gave Killmonger the death that he deserved i mean you know i don't know if you could argue you could argue he doesn't deserve to die he's the villain but um but that's like the like, death it's like the death that he wanted yeah no yeah definitely. like a, yeah. A, a heroic death a yeah. uh, dying a free man you know that yeah. kind of thing i think it closes the loop really well i mean like it, it's a satisfying given what he represents in the movie it's like a it's yeah. a really like I also love that he's just like hell of a move. Like he fucking yeah. he has a knife in his chest, and he's just like, "Ooh, that that's was a good like, one." Fucking nice one, man. Like, <laughs> GG's, bro. You got it. <laughs> it was. It's. I'd argue too. Like after watching the movie again, I'd argue that at the end of the day, Killmonger got what he wanted. Yeah, he I achieved, mean, they, he they, achieved they what he wanted. He yeah. changed he Wakanda's uh, uh, policies, policies, and yeah. and, and he ruffled the feathers. Fun. 
Yeah. Exactly. Like you could say like he wanted the like he wanted peace out of war because like as malicious as he was, we all see this the scars on him because like you yeah, know he he was a fucking psychopath. It's not yeah. not, was, not for nothing. Was, this man I, marked I, himself with murdered. This man Victor Zazzed himself. I do think to some point, like once he got to where he wanted to, because he wanted Wakanda to rule, but not in like he wanted to get there maliciously. But when he got there, he just wanted people to live in peace. But he wanted to get rid of the bad. So, like, I, I think he would have went for, like, you know, people in, like, the government in America. And then they're like, that's it. Well, he, su- yeah. he saw, he suffer- something he to saw say. suffering. Yeah. And he saw suffering that that the Wakandans didn't. I mean, he he literally, he has a, the line where he's just like, I no. grew up in Oakland. Like, I'm not growing <laughs> up in Wakanda. You guys can can keep your borders and keep everything safe and f- live your lives here. But there's people well, you, out there who look like us who well, you are know crazy? suffering every day. You know, it's crazy. Throughout the movie, I was wondering, too, because he talked about how there are spies set in everywhere in the world, right? Yeah. Like, the common yeah. spies. One thing that was crazy to me, some of the most oppressed places for Black people was the places that he mentioned that were on board. Well, common spies, he said the spies that are in New York, in London, and Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. He said those three places, and I'm like, I'm not surprised. Because the first thing I was wondering was, like, if there were spies all over the place, then obviously some of them should probably feel the same way, because they're living everyday lives, seeing mm-hmm. this go on and like if they if, like if they get stopped in France they can't be like I'm a Conan don't you know what I mean you can't touch me right they can't you're just in, do you're that. in New York City you're right in- they, they get stopped stop in France they can't pull out the vibranium watch and like shoot them away like you can't do that you just like, gotta excuse me officer it. excuse me officer and he just shows just like, <laughs> does just this like- mean anything oh cool tattoo <laughs> show it to your cellmate I don't know <laughs> But it's, also, it's like crazy I mean, nerd, maybe maybe potentially nerdy answer, but New York, uh, London, and Hong Kong are also the three places uh, where uh, Doctor sanctums, Strange, Doctor Strange's sanctums are located. Uh, so it could be that right. there are Wakandans in this in this in the sanctums. That's oh, mm-hmm. now that'd be that'd be crazy, fucking Wakandans with the. With the, yeah. with the hand powers? Oh shit! Oh, well, they man. all showed up. They all showed up at the same time when the. Uh, well, I mean. No spoilers. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, don't say anything. Don't, don't say. Don't on. say. I mean, <laughs> I had to think about it. I was like, easy, buddy. Maisie will both. Maisie won't remember, but also. <laughs> I didn't say uh, yeah, a goddamn word. <laughs> I didn't say a thing. I don't know what we're talking about. I had to catch about. myself there. I had to catch myself. I know about the circle thingies. She knows about the circles. That's all that we need to know. In chronological to order, I think Doctor Strange is right after Black Panther too. No, we did. Uh-huh. We already watched Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We already uh, watched next- it. We've already seen it. <laughs> I know what's Hold happening on. in that movie. I meant chronological. Like, you know, the, the movies. Oh, like, like, yeah, in time. Some of these movies yeah. aren't exactly in the you know, oh. exact order. But yeah. um, okay, that's interesting. Uh, T'Challa takes Killmonger to the waterfall where they fought, where Killmonger dies peacefully. He gets to see the sunset uh, over Wakanda that he had been promised as a child. T'Challa establishes an outreach center at the building where Njobu died to be run by Nakia and Shuri. In a mid credit scene, T'Challa appears before the United Nations to reveal Wakanda's true nature to the world. And in a post credit scene, Shuri helps Bucky Barnes with his recovery. Bucky, uh, Buck boy. But that is Black Panther. Uh, that's Black Panther. I, I mean, that's Black Panther. Uh, I guess Black final, Panther, fi- final thoughts, uh, Maisie, Maisie, final thoughts. This is a film uh, that you this is a film that you've seen a couple times before. What well, uh, what'd you think about it with the new context of uh, the 17 films before? 
Yeah, um, I really liked this when I first saw it. I really liked it again this time. Um, I It makes me really excited for wherever we're going to see T'Challa again. Um, especially just knowing that there is more to this story. There's, you know, another Black Panther coming down the pipeline and mm -hmm. apparently also maybe in some of the Avenger movie movies. Yeah, somewhere? it's a little yeah. finite. Uh, Black Panther will be in the, the next film. Uh, so oh, you'll yeah, see a little bit It literally more says that at the credits. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, cool. Yeah, so looking forward to it. Happy that we had the um, little pit stop here so that I could like know what was going on in Black Panther with the context of the whole MCU now, because I didn't have yeah. that before. Awesome. And uh, Xavier, I guess, final thoughts on, on Black Panther. Uh, Black Panther is really well done. I, I really, there's one thing that you guys will come across at some point, like if you got, are you guys going to touch up on what if at all? I think we will. Yeah, I had okay. I had too much fun with that series to not. Yeah. Um, Episode two of Marvel's What If. Mm -hmm. I wish that like whenever we get to a point where like they actually do decide to do like maybe like multiverse movies like with other characters actually, like I would have loved to see T'Challa's version of it and all because his yeah. What If episode is probably like the best one of the best ones. Yeah, that was his last uh, performance, I believe. Chadwick Boseman's yes. last wow. performance in yeah. is he lends his voice to the What If series. Um, yeah. I really didn't love the Doctor Strange What If. I mean, yeah, I watched it. That was the it, only but, one that she watched. But um, but if there's a Black Panther one, then I will. I think it. once we'll do it once we're caught up because there's so okay. much in those that are like related to yeah. ones okay. that we haven't seen yet. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, uh, cool. Next up, what do we Maisie. got? Our, our, the next film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the 19th film, is a film that is uh, that rotates between uh, uh, my favorite film in the MCU. It is Avengers Infinity War. Uh, that is the next film. It is big shit. This is Thanos. Thanos. This is the Thanos movie. Thanos is the main villain of this movie. We're getting every, and it's pulling in everybody. This is okay. the everybody movie. Uh, so this is the and I. Is We'll watch this one together. I love okay. this movie a lot. It just chugs along really nicely. It's like a two and a half hour movie where there's literally something like interesting or exciting happening on screen uh, at every moment. So uh, can't blink or you miss it. Can't blink or you miss it. But it's really good. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's not even like 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 Civil War where I'm like you might like it, but I okay. understand if you don't. I genuinely think you're gonna uh, really like this one. I uh, thought you guys said a Blinken is missing. But you said Blinken, you'll miss it. So. <laughs> Abe Lincoln, I have been saying he's been missing from these movies. I haven't when are we gonna seen get, him in a while. When are we gonna get a post-credit scene where a dark figure, a tall dark figure with a top hat, is emerging through a door? <laughs> Honest <laughs> Abe. Like, oh man, it's Abe. Abe's joined the MCU. Finally. Finally, I loved him Abe. in the comics. <laughs> Abe would have been um, the worst Avenger. Man Abe got caught Abe. lacking at a play with his girl. <laughs> Couldn't be my president. <laughs> Could it be my president? Going out like that? Nah, man. Nah. Uh, but that is Black Panther. Uh, Xavier Berry, thank you so much. Uh, thank for you for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was a, a blast to have you. Do you want to plug anything? Do you want to uh, tell people where to follow you if 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 they so wish to do so? Uh, Xberry13 on Instagram. Uh, I got some more skits planned that I got to actually get around of recording at some point. Yeah. And uh, I have a pretty funny Twitter. At, for example, talk about a uh, horny post and tweets most of the time, but also a lot of funny tweets on top of that. They should be viral. With your help and extra follows, they could get there. 
Exactly. I'm sold. <laughs> I've, been it. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> uh, I'll retweet a horny tweet, sure. <laughs> oh no, those don't have to go up. Those are just it's just no, funny. We'll do it. fake <laughs> Listen, it's just funny this to be gonna... fake horny on Twitter. Because people are like, dude, it's 6 a.m. And I'm like, that's the point. <laughs> X you're, X, you're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get you a following on Twitter because of this podcast, but we're gonna make sure everyone only retweets the horny ones, so you're Thirsties. forced to become a horny Twitter poster all the time. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Make my go Twitch viral. Too. My Twitch has the same handle as my Instagram. So oh yeah. Me stream. X streams and it's a, it's a lot of fun. I've dropped by to a couple of those. They're super blast. Yeah. Is that yeah. A, is that a video game thing? Yeah. Tim is one of my favorite viewers. Yeah, I'm. A, he actually talks to me. Yeah, I do a good job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team, let's wrap it up here. Join us next week where we talk about what NFTs stand for and what they are. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be another thing that I text him about at two in the morning. Tim, what is an NFT? What was the thing you texted me yesterday? Oh my gosh. It was, it was, oh, I was at the- work. I was at work. Okay. I was at work and I feel, I feel four vibrations in my pocket, which is like, which is like, that's either someone's calling me or I got a bunch of emergency text messages. And what or I got Maisie. from Maisie, what I got from Maisie was, Tim, are you at work? Separate text. It's important. Separate text. Why does the internet think John Cena is invisible? <laughs> and uh, it's yeah, no, it's quality I, text. I keep and seeing I, things on Reddit and and Instagram. I'm like, what is everyone talking about? Tim, you should have so, said who with a question mark. <laughs> who I can't see anybody. Uh, <laughs> no, but I snuck in the back and I sent her like an audio thing, just like yeah, this is was... thank you so much. But uh, that's what he's. You can't see me is his catchphrase. Or <laughs> I felt too stupid googling it. Okay, we did it. All right. Uh, All right. Thank you for listening. Like, subscribe, leave a review. I don't know. You're not listening to Steve in the podcast. You bailed. If you're still 40. listening, send me a text. Okay, bye. Thank you. Have a good night, y'all. Stay safe. The Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast. Music by Brian Parmalee, who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster. Cover art by Rachel Severance, who you can follow at Rachel Approves. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Marvelous Miss Maisie Pod. And if you like it, remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow Maisie on Instagram at O underscore my underscore laud 624 and Tim on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at HaHaTimBridge. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.